0: And welcome back to the Podmore Get Better podcast. I'm Will Sanstead. Today is December 9th, a Sunday in 2018. I'm joined by Tony Johnson. And we are here at the uh, newly remodeled Banger Day Inn Express. Uh, Yeah. We've got...
1: uh some uh, sleeping quarters now here at the Banger Bunker. Blankets included. Uh, And I believe now that it's a week after Houston, uh, I think we're fully recovered.
0: Yes, it it took a while, Tony. It took a while.
1: Uh, We had a great time in Houston. Uh, We'll talk a lot about that to start off the podcast. I think we'll uh, do a full recap. There's a lot to talk about because there's a lot of of tournaments going on.
0: Yeah, yeah, we had the Houston Open and the Top Gun and the Little Gun. Uh, Our intention was to record a podcast down in Houston, but just like uh, just like the house, the VRBO having a broken hot tub and pool heater, uh, our alcohol intake kind of broke us down as well. I, I don't think uh, we were up to standards for we a were, podcast. Yeah.
1: We were well, and we uh, toward the end of the night at the uh, on the Top Gun, we were on the live stream, and I believe we were not up to standards there either. No, no, uh, I I heard a recap of that, and it uh, was bad. Well, and I will I I have a new respect uh, for Kevin and Adam and all the others that that regularly do that. Uh, I mean, I think I can, I can talk about what I'm seeing, but really the thing that threw me off again, you know, I was, I had a few beers at that point, but, <laughs> but what was really throwing me off was the audio, like having the headset on my ears and then talking to the mic and, and just, it was really messing with me. Yeah. Uh, so I had to, I was playing around with like, okay, one earphone off and one, it just, I couldn't, <laughs> I couldn't get comfortable on it. So it was, it was already a struggle cause I had had a few beers uh, and then it was an extra struggle cause
0: I was just not used to that audio, but.
1: But I had a fun time doing it.
0: Yeah, it, it was great. Uh, I know Wes takes over, he joins in with them a lot. Um, Wes had a nice run, we're going to get to that during the Houston Open Top Gun Little Gun Recap.
1: Yeah, so uh, we'll start off, so uh, first of all I, I, qualify, I got to qualify on the stream, I think, that's Very the first, cool. uh, I think I qualified on the stream in Richmond, they had two streams, but we were on kind of the secondary stream. Uh, I qualified with Orlando Ayala and Johnny D, uh, it was a good group, uh, fun to be on the stream. And uh, we played pretty well or, uh, Orlando had a one bad round Which really knocked him down But other than that, I think we played pretty well throughout uh, both,
0: both me and Johnny D Qualified for the uh, main bracket Then Good deal, yeah, it's, it's always nice To qualify with uh, folks who you see Their scores up and know they're a good shooter They may play different clubs, different balls But uh, just to kind of have that confidence Or reassurance is a, is a nice thing on, yep. on the flip side, I qualified uh, With Oliver Ayala um, who I've seen on the leaderboards, but had never met in person. I don't get out to a lot of attorneys and then the eventual pink bracket champion Ralph hammock uh, from Florida nice guy super tall guy low little grang uh, But was nice and social fun guy it was a, it was a nice loose group maybe too loose As Oliver (laughs) missed the cut, doing a lot of tequila shots, calling it out across the room and having some discrepancies on uh, whose tab the tequila shots were going on. Oh yeah, they might have ended up on my tab. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, I had one of the shots, but
1: uh, I didn't know I was paying for all the shots. (laughs) Uh, But anyway, so Will, you qualified in the main bracket. Did did Oliver? I I can't remember. No, he
0: and Orlando, I believe, both uh, went down to purple.
1: So then, uh, got into the the main bracket. Uh, we played a couple games that night. Uh, Will, you went two and zero during the evening. During correct. the evening, so uh, it's always fun to. It's that the the evening in Houston on that Saturday night can be a little rough because it's already been a long day. I mean, you, you usually get there, ten ten thirty to kind of warm up before qualifying. Qualifying with a hundred and what was that, what was a total hundred and fifteen people. 115. It take, it takes a while. Uh, and so, you know, it's a good, it's at least seven o'clock by the time you're done. And then you got to play two matches. Uh, so it's been a long day. Uh, I won my first one, but lost my second one. And so it's always good to go in, uh, two and O as you did. Uh, yeah. and then, uh, then come the next day, uh, I was able to make a little bit of a run in the, in the loser's bracket. And Will, did you, did you win? You won one more or before uh, getting I into was, the
0: loser's bracket? I was two and oh Saturday yeah. night. I was feeling really good about myself and someone pulls up the bracket, they're like, hey man, nice, nice playing today, they come over and they're like, yeah, go home, re- get some rest, you got Stenmark right off the bat tomorrow. And I was like, oh my gosh, you know, because obviously one of the top players in the world, And the guy's just nails, he doesn't, he doesn't screw up. So uh, we both got knocked to the loser's bracket, but uh,
1: we, we didn't end up meeting up, but we got the same result. Uh, I think a yeah. good result for both of us. Uh, Will, is it your best PEGT result, 5th, 6th? Uh,
0: PEGT, correct. Fifth, all right, six, so yeah. Will
1: Will and I both got fifth sixth, uh, but ahead of us, uh, Stenmark got the win. Uh, he had some uh, an epic match on the stream against Haas. Yeah, that Went was to many extra holes. Oof. Uh, so Haas got second. Uh, Paul Taylor, who uh, knocked me out, uh, was my was my loss. He got third, uh, and GVK, who Will lost to, got fourth. Uh, so all in all, a good top. Good top four there. I think it's probably GVK's George von uh top uh, top result I think so far in uh, PEGT. Uh, but I'm, I guess I'm not positive about that. Uh, and then on the purple side, another Minnesota guy, Adrian Westergren. Nice work, Wes. Uh, Wes got uh, Wes won the purple. So then after that, we uh, accumulate all the points for the year. Uh, top top 32 point earners, earners that have that are a in Houston. And B, been to at least two events, are into the Top Gun. And the, the top points earner for the year was uh, Paul Taylor who just eked out. Uh, he had 5,500, just over 5,500. He just eked out Mark Stenmark, who had 5,280. Gervais came in third with 4,450. And Luna came in fourth with 4,310.
0: Yeah, Sean Gervais reminds me a lot of Kevin Lindsay and the fact that he doesn't take tournaments off, just like Kevin Lindsay doesn't take days off works. I mean, they're just <laughs> so consistent, always there, always ready for the grind. So shout-out to Gervais uh, getting in the top three in the point leader. For I wonder.
1: That. I should have looked. I, don't, I wonder how many PEGT events he went to last year.
0: Uh, was he in Richmond? Uh, no. So I'm, I'm guessing probably five of the six then if he yeah. didn't. I if assume he, he made Cincy. It's pretty close to St. Louis. So, yeah. yeah
1: uh, so anyway, then uh, we roll into the top gun, which again it's it's already been a bit of a long day,
0: uh, long weekend on, at that uh, point I long yeah. weekend
1: <laughs> by Sunday. so I think that the top gun ended up starting i don't know five o'clock or so on, uh, six o'clock right, yeah. on on sunday night uh and I lost my first match, so uh it's a long road when you do that will did you win or lose your first
0: match? I uh, lost my first match to mouth uh okay. so i went got kicked down to the loser side. I believe I played 28-28 against Seth Harris, uh, a dentist, um, and had to go to OT and Beals Creek back tee box through it in the fairway, jarred the first hole in a walk-off in sun death, and then of course got to play Haas, who just had a bulldozer of a weekend and continued that. So he knocked me out 1-2 and two in the top gun, but okay. uh, very happy to make that considering that Houston was only my second tournament, so that 5th and 6th place uh, finish... You know, midday on Sunday really elevated me to where I could get into that top thirty-two and play for that nice. Free yeah,
1: goal. yeah. I think we we looked at the points beforehand, didn't we? Say we thought you had to get seventh, eighth for sure 7th, to 8th, jump yeah, into think, the
0: top. I, I think that was your breakdown in knowing the field. I, I don't want to say I wasn't convinced I could do it, but I I knew I needed to be on my game. I couldn't uh, couldn't drink too much, but definitely needed something to get the jitters out, not yeah, have yeah. the shakes on any yeah, trips. Yeah, it's a or fine thing. line.
1: Uh, so I I lost my first round, and then I I uh, went on a bit of a run. It's always fun. Uh, so I, lo- I lost my first round to, to Chris Longino. And then I'm not going to get all these right, but Eddie G was in there. I beat Eddie G. Um, Mouth was in there. Chris Brewer. Fox was in there. I beat Longino again in extra holes. I hold out a par three on extra holes to beat him. Um, I think I'm missing one. Anyway, but ultimately, uh, I got all the way back up to fifth si- or to fifth sixth, won my match. That's where I, I can't remember who I beat there. But uh, anyway, I got fourth. So, fourth in the top Huge. gun for me, which was a good result. Uh, and oh, I ended up losing to Lance Harris, who ended up getting third. Third, correct, yeah. Uh, and then he lost to Putts, who got second. Uh, and Evan Meow Chopper, uh, world champ, got first. And uh, that was the result I was looking for if I wasn't going to get first because I had him in the Calcutta.
0: Yeah, that was a little extra bonus. Yeah, you you had a great weekend. So you finished 5th, 6th, as did I. And I think that paid out 1,100. Yep, or 1,000. 1,000. yeah, George and I had a $100 flip oh, on no. uh, Winner Pays a Loser, so 1000 for you in the main Houston Open. Yep. Uh, fourth place in the Top Gun. I think that 1100 1100 nice. And you had the eventual winner, Evan, in the Calcutta. Which was about 750 bucks. And you also had half yourself when you took fourth in yeah, the Top Gun. Yeah, it was just 200 <laughs> So you probably profited that weekend. So yeah, why I was talking about tequila shots. You had yeah, that covered. No, no, you had I, that I, covered. No, I had
1: no problem. Well, by that point, I didn't know that I was going to have a good weekend. By that point, I was down the $100 entry fee. That's it. <laughs> fair enough, fair enough. <laughs> Some money games I was probably about even. <laughs> uh, but then, uh, so all, beyond the Top Gun, we had another very important tournament happening at the same time. The Lil Gun. Ooh. And the importance here was the second World Championship pass would be handed out and that went to Steve Beatty.
0: Congratulations, yeah, so Michigan guy. Very, very awesome, Steve. Great, great shooting. Um, but that does kind of prove Present some interesting angles here with yeah. Steve Beattie being a homeowner.
1: Yeah, so uh, I I think by this time last year we had a little bit more information, or a lot more information, on the qualification process for spots for, the for the e- world championships. Yeah. Uh, we don't really have much right now other than the dates, uh, but uh, and knowing that it's going to be some on events mode, and you know I think uh, certainly some going to homeowners. So Steve Beattie being a homeowner, uh, the homeowners just uh, ha- lost one uh, one person worth of competition. Uh, that they would have to uh, beat out for their ho- for the homeowner world championship spots. So yeah. So last year, extra congratulations to Steve yeah. for that. Thank you,
0: Steve. Uh, so last <laughs> year, as a homeowner, I believe homeowners their qualifying process for the world's passes was 30 days of just banging over and over and over. Is that correct? Yeah. I I ended up to
1: go, I I ended up going the regular route, the live um, play route, and it was two. I think I'm gonna get this right. Two groups of 30 days. So you had a 30-day chunk, and then another 30-day chunk after that. Two guys in each group, so four total. And it was your best five on each course. I want to say, um, and to to get your total. That's a grind. It, it, it's a grind, and especially on the homeowners on a homeowner machine. You know, being not being basically glory play instead of prize play. Uh, it's you're are chasing setups because you can you can play multiple rounds if you find a good setup on one of the courses you could play multiple rounds it's almost a little bit like the daily in that regard mm-hmm. and then you would all if I was qualifying what I would have tried to do is try to play it off times so that you know if you're playing on a Friday night at home uh, it, th- those glory contests are going to fill pretty fast but uh, if you're playing on a Wednesday morning not that I ever play on Wednesday mornings but if you're playing on a Wednesday morning. Uh, they would fill very slowly so you can you could get a lot more of that twenty uh in that glory play contest. Exactly. So
0: now this year we have some new homeowners who are top tier caliber players. We have Greg Kinsler, former world champion yep. and Mark McClevich, the mouth.
1: Yeah, um, and I've heard some other people talking about buying uh uh buying home machines too
0: yeah so, so. Uh,
1: we'll see uh, we'll see it's becoming more popular I think as people see as people start to enjoy invites more and more uh, and people see you know the the financial potential behind them and and you know basically you're playing invites for free at home other than the 50 cent charge for you know, the IT fee that everybody pays uh, you know other than that you're playing for free at home so uh, it can be pretty fun it's a good uh, good way to kill kill an evening
0: <laughs> yeah, great, uh, great avenue for folks to potentially qualify for worlds. Like Tony said, we don't we don't have the details yet, unfortunately. Uh, some of the details we do have. Uh, this week was an events mode week.
1: Yeah, they're continuing with their uh, one on one off. So we we our mistake. It was our mistake last uh, last podcast, which was two weeks ago. We said the upcoming week was going to be uh, the way we described, but uh, but it was not. It was they skipped a week. So it sounds like they're going to keep going with this one week on, one week off thing. Uh, so this week was Big Prize Week, or I think Big big Prize December or something. Double some, dollar double or something, yeah. yeah. Uh, and it was, instead of a 50-person prize play contest, it was 25-person prize play contest, all on Cat Andreas, and it was, instead of a $1 prize entry fee, it was a $2 prize entry fee. So that, uh, for, right off the bat, um, it, it caused some confusion from people that aren't quite as plugged in, because they said why why is this new st- stupid events mode costing me six dollars yeah well, okay well well first of all because your vendor's charging you five dollars to begin with which is a little steep uh but also <laughs> uh then the extra dollar had some people confused so i think that there was a uh, it was a bit of a, a turnoff to some people in that regard but uh but they they got played a lot this week because they yeah. they were filling fast uh i didn't get to play them quite as much as i had hoped uh, I'm always a, i was i'm always in a little bit of a Golden Tee lull after a, after a national tournament, I so I didn't play much Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday. I played a little bit Thursday, uh, but then I ran into some clock issues. Uh, yeah, so the, the the big thing this week was the ten game daily limit, which we would assume is you know based on uh, the clock that we're all used to, you know, midnight to midnight, or or the Golden Tee clock, which is whatever it is, Greenwich 5 a.m. to 5 a.m. Yeah,
0: Meantime, I believe, yeah. Uh,
1: but it was actually, ended up, it got figured out that it was actually actually accidentally on uh, 6 o'clock p.m. Yes. So I played a little bit Wednesday night, and then I was surprised to find out that I couldn't play very many Thursday afternoon because I ran out of my 10. Meanwhile, Will did the opposite.
0: Yeah, I, uh, I was not feeling, I'm, I'm still a little hoarse, I apologize. Um, on Wednesday, I just played a couple games, I believe it was... Wednesday went out, played like 3 or 4 which subsequently on Thursday I got to play 7 games which in theory, then I hit my 10 game window Mm -hmm. and all of a sudden it was 6.08 and I'm like I think they said that at 6pm is when it resets so I fired off ten more on Thursday. So on Thursday I got to play seventeen. <laughs> I, I I wish I could say I was getting s-
1: live updates the whole time too. Yeah, I, I
0: wish one. I could say that my scores were good or that uh, I reaped the rewards. They were not throughout the week. My gameplay definitely uh, faltered on Cadreus in this uh, double dollar weekly events mode. Uh,
1: but yeah, so end up ended up being uh, the the payouts. So I suppose we should have mentioned we were kind of speculating on it last podcast we didn't have all the information so the first place was 15 second place was 10 third place was eight fourth place was five and then uh spots five through ten were two dollars each um and so uh you know i I think overall this week uh was ended up being pretty good uh financially for me i think i ended up you know doing pretty well yesterday was a bit of a grind i ran into a Haas train yesterday it was pretty rough going uh, but, uh, you know, a lot of fun and they were feeling, fill- the, the beauty of these is they were feeling so fast, like yes. you couldn't even, you couldn't possibly keep up on, you know, in your happy hours on Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, there was just no keeping up, like they were feeling way faster than you could play them.
0: Agreed, yeah, that, that was definitely a fun part. So as as they continue to tinker with these things, we've seen the handicap events mode, now we have the double, double dollar, so I think they've definitely looked at different ways to go about this, you know, handicaps, no handicaps you know, changing the prize fee, changing the structure of how many players are in each tournament. Uh, so they talked about, you know, and you talked about, Tony, kind of tweaking the dobs, uh tweaking the dials and turning the knobs to really see what this thing can do. So I'm excited to see where this goes throughout the course of the year.
1: Yeah, I, I uh, they they seem, that we've done now three events, right? Uh, I think the only thing they really haven't, I mean, I think there's a few things Way out there that they could play around with. But the only, one of the main things that they talked about originally that they could do that they haven't done yet is mess with the wins. Mm-hmm. I mean, the wins so far have, have been, I think they've been quote, called quote unquote moderate, moderate wins, yeah. which actually uh, is, is dialed back from prize play. I, I moderate wins is actually more like casual wins. Um, I think my guess is they're going to mess around with wins. Uh, I'm assuming they're taking this week off. Because, again, they're the one week on, one week off, which I understand for the first or second week, but it seems like at this point they should ride some events play <clears throat> momentum. And uh, yeah. I think that that's probably causing some confusion as well from people that aren't quite as plugged in as, you know, oh, I just played a bunch of events mode last week. Why can't I, why can't I play it this week? Um, so it'll be nice once they, once they, I assume eventually get onto every week, just weekly schedule, weekly always schedule. always running. It flips and over at midnight. If or there whatnot. was, if there was, say a, a podcast that happened every week, then uh, maybe the podcasters could get a little inside information and and actually drop some information on Sundays every week before the before the new events mode starts.
0: Yeah, that 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 Let's would be just huge. Say. Yeah. Yeah, we, we, we've got the email. You got us on direct messenger. Uh, so, we'd love to bring that info to the masses. Yeah. So
1: I think it, the wins definitely haven't been messed with, uh, as well as clubs. I think that's one thing that was speculated about, like, oh, we could you could force, uh, like, a three-club. And I I think the only way it would work is if they forced what clubs they were. Like, you wouldn't be able to choose. Yeah. I mean, that would be a big programming update to figure out to like set it up where you could choose your clubs at the beginning of the round, which would be pretty fun, actually. It would be great if, if they could figure that out. But I assume if they mess with clubs, it'll be like, a, here's the clubs we're giving you. We're I, giving I, you a driver, we're giving you <coughs> an 8-wood, we're giving you a 7-iron, and we're giving you a putter or something.
0: I, I, I would agree. I think, obviously, they want the revenue, they want the game fees and they don't want people being frustrated. So I think by sliding in your card to an events mode for that, it just has to come up default. Because if you get a four-player game or whatnot, events mode, yeah. and there are folks at the bar and they're saying, oh my gosh, I can only use four clubs between four players, that's they're each gonna spend multiple minutes just trying to figure out which four clubs to use or three clubs. Uh, so I think they would have to default it because obviously they want that turnaround time and getting games qu- and played in a quicker manner.
1: What well, would be interesting, too, actually, uh, we're getting a, on a bit of a tangent here, but that's what <laughs> that's this podcast right. is yeah. all about. Um, they could also, you know, right now in our we have build a bag, right? So we could we build. I, I've maxed out. I have ten sets. I think a lot of a lot of people that play a lot of rounds have their ten sets filled, uh, unless you're uh, Al Jazz. But uh, but all in that same vein, without actually charging the two dollars, because I think that would make the contest a bit unfair. Um, chart you can build your own bag when you have, if you have the gt caddy and use that bag and, and it's a free build a bag and from there you can choose your four clubs and that's your four club bag interesting or a six club bag or whatever and and, and do it that way that'd be interesting
0: yeah i i agree I, I i think that you know possibilities are pretty endless like you've talked about and that it's talked about they're i, I think they're really going to go quote unquote balls to the wall and you know, I think they're going to ramp it up and start taking some of these to the extremes, whether it's extreme winds or extreme lack of clubs. I think uh, I think it'll be really fun. And all of a sudden, you start throwing in all closing holes like all hole 18s, or some of the most challenging holes, or some of the par threes. I think it will get really fun here. So I, I'm yeah. looking for this on the horizon.
1: Yep. Uh, our, before we go any further, we've got a new sponsor.
0: Oh. Uh
1: this sponsor got in touch with me uh just last week at the House Houston Open. He said uh, I listen to your podcast and I know a lot of other people listen to your podcast and I want to be I want other I want your listeners to know about my services. And so I'd like to welcome a brand new sponsor to the podcast. Drumroll. Mike Johnson DDS.
0: Ooh, Mike Johnson. Yeah, so he was at the Houston Open tournament. Yeah. I believe I talked to him a little bit. Yeah. And uh, just opened a brand new uh,
1: practice in the Indianapolis area called Kilroy Dentistry. Oh, huge. I saw him wearing a Kilroy
0: shirt. It's, I, a, I it's an think aggressive
1: it. name for, a, for, you know, you've got some people that are a little bit afraid of the dentist. A little leery. Uh, Kilroy, a little bit of aggressive name, but hey, you go, you go with what works. Uh, congratulations on opening your own practice, uh, Mike. Uh, Kilroy Dentistry, they specialize in shots. Uh, Novocaine shots. Okay. Uh, they say that they will leave you not feeling a thing by the end of the night. Wow, oh, yeah. that sounds lovely. And and it, that's the that's the worst, right? You don't want a dentist that's gonna you know leave you leave you in pain, right? You want to you want to kill the pain, get that work done, get out of there. Uh, so yeah, I'd, uh, if you're if you're in the Indianapolis area or the Greater Indiana area, and you need a dentist that's gonna keep your uh, Keep your best interests in mind. Make sure to go visit Mike Johnson
0: DDS. Yeah. You know, they, they have the Indianapolis tournament there. Uh, I got to talk to Mike this weekend. Uh, pretty cool knowing that he's a dentist. He's a certified DDS right there. Uh, between him and Seth Harris, we have two dentists on the Golden Tee Tour. Mike yeah. Johnson, Seth Harris. Yeah, we just saw
1: that match recently, right? Indianapolis, All the yeah.
0: Yeah, so when uh you're in Indianapolis, uh you can definitely go see Mike Johnston at Kilroy Dentistry. Ooh. All right. Uh all right, back to uh back to the
1: content here. We've got we wanna talk about some upcoming dates uh for Golden Tea in general.
0: Not your dentistry appointments and <laughs> Kilroy <laughs> no, dentistry. No, I've already got Johnston. those scheduled.
1: Okay. Uh so uh we we broke this down, I don't know, a month ago or so when they when they they released a, a graphic that had a bunch of dates on it, you know. You know, there's going to be a clothing release on this date and world championships on this date. Uh, but I we're not going to go through that whole list again, but I wanted to talk about the ones that are upcoming. And so the next the next main one that we've got coming up is Pembroke on Real-Time Rivals, and that is January 7th. Uh, they just released Agave on Real-Time Rivals not that long ago, and uh, I'm not sure if people noticed, but uh, Bryant Wiegers put a little something on Facebook. John Daly dropped a 34 with under, thirty four under, with two hundred and thirty nine thousand GSP, and uh, and uh, Bryant said if anyone can beat this in a prize play game, he will pay them. I think he said two hundred fifty bucks, two hundred forty nine. Oh, two hundred because that was the number <laughs> that was the GSP that John Daly had. Uh, so that was quite a score by John Daly. Uh, congratulations, John! You have the course that's, record.
0: <laughs> that's unbelievable.
1: Uh, but uh, I think. I, what I haven't played any real time rivals at home. Neither have I. No. Well, you don't have a home edition, so you definitely Correct. haven't played any. Home. Correct. Correct. Uh, I'm not sure if mulligans are available, because hmm. I could certainly. I mean, I I know I could beat a minus 34 with unlimited mulligans
0: yeah. at home. Yeah.
1: But uh, but he said you have to be both. You can't. I can't just get a minus 35 with 200,000. That wouldn't Ooh. cut it. It's got to be a minus 35 with more than 249,000. That's, that's dialed in. But yeah, I mean, it's just a lot of mulligans.
0: Oh. But uh, in a lot of time, tough
1: break, Bryant. Uh, tough loss there, twenty eight to minus thirty four.
0: That Just is sick.
1: Feels like I'm sure some people feel. I think Sean Gervais feels that way at most uh, PEGT events. <laughs> uh, people Shoot. always dropping thirty fours on him. Oh gosh. Uh, for most of us, the next one that that's going to matter though is going to be January eleventh. So that's going to be the initial release <laughs> of Pine Meadow. So that'll start on Freaky Friday. That's the eleventh of January. Uh, that'll be the Freaky Friday event.
0: So, now, we've kind of got to play Pine Meadow already because we had the Blackout Wednesday and then we had the Freaky Friday, I believe it was. So we got those two days or the week-long events mode. Yeah. We got week-long events mode, I apologize. Uh, got the culmination of them. So we didn't get to play Pine Meadow in a full run through a team but just the odds, just the evens. So this will uh, this'll be the official birth yeah. of Pine Meadows.
1: Yeah, and then uh, Jan- the following Monday, Jan 14, it will be released in events mode. And that jives I I looked at the calendar, that does jive with the every other. So if they're going to keep going down the every other week path that that does jive. I was hoping it would be offset and so then that would mean that they would start to go every week but, Ooh, but no it does jive with the deep thinker deep does, thinker it does jive with the every other week uh, so that's Monday, Jan 14, is when it gets released in events mode for that week. And then Jan 21, the following Monday, is when it gets released in all formats. So prize play and glory play and, Good deal. Like, and invites. I, I assume that's when it'll get released in invites, too. Uh, we talked about last year they released the the remastered courses in invites before the other modes. The pre-release. The pre-release, yes. Very important. <laughs> uh, then the next major date after that is Feb 11. And that is the world qualify uh, world championship qualifying begins. So we got two months, yeah. two months and two days. Yeah, uh, in events, and that'll be in events mode. I think that, again, we don't have all the details, um, but uh, yeah, events mode, uh, world qualifying championships. Uh, so that we'll see how that goes. So,
0: so that's in two months and two days, events mode, world qualifying championship. But I think we're forgetting one other date, and that would be December tenth, this evening at midnight. Oh well I was gonna get there. Oh. We've got a whole section on that, Will. Did did I overstep my bounds? No, we'll we'll get there. We'll uh
1: in the very next segment. I just, pre-released you just pre released the update. <laughs> <laughs> uh and then uh March eighth is when the same so we talked about the dates for Pine Meadow, Jan 11, 14, 21, Same the same cadence starting March eighth for Crowdette Swamp. So it'll be released uh freaky Friday, March eighth. Uh, and then events mode on the uh, what, 11th, and then all formats on the 18th. Good deal. So, uh, uh, yeah, then going from there, uh, we're going to talk about the release tonight, uh, 1210, the 1210 software update. Sounds like a major one. Uh, a few things that they want to fix. Uh, yeah, so there, What something that they, I don't think they've done previously is they're saying that any machine that's not updated... And I don't know what the time frame of this is. I don't know if like they're giving a a one day um, uh, extra time, but lead time, or something. lead time. But if any any machine that's not updated to fourteen dot four dot seven, which is their current, which is the software update, will will be disabled from prize play.
0: Yeah, make make sure your Ethernet's going. Make sure those two G Sprint cell phones at your bars uh bars machine are all up to date. And I, and I think the reason for that is because of legalities. Well, it's the legalities
1: of fair play across, you know, from machine to machine because they're officially activating the ultra shot double shotties. Ooh. And so, in theory, if you had one machine in or Houston, Texas, uh, and one ma- that did not have the new update, and you had one in uh, Minnesota that did have the update, and, and two people could make the same shot and Get different uh, shoddy results. So I guess in in gambling, uh, or in I'm sorry, skill skill play, skill based competition, skill based competition. That is not a fair skill based co- competition. Agreed. Uh, some of the other things that are going to happen on this uh, on this update. The closest to the pin, uh, I, I'm assuming you closest to the pin. Wizards are used to this by now. Uh, don't get too far ahead because they're all getting rolled back. Refunds tonight at midnight. For all the cl- open closest to the pins, Sean Gervais, uh, congrats, Jeff Sudiak, who cut yeah. it off now. Congratulations on your dollar. Uh, <laughs> the most interesting thing, to, oh, it'll refund all prize play contests as well. So don't get too far ahead. If you're listening to this on Sunday afternoon, don't don't get your uh, t- your ten in on. Uh, it, well, you you know who knows how fast they're going to close, but they will all refund at midnight unless you do unless uh, you do want that dollar back.
0: You know, Guaranteed
1: that dollar bag.
0: <laughs> yeah, myself, if I was playing this evening late, uh, I'm going to play a little bit this morning, a little bit this afternoon. Uh, just to be safe, I wouldn't play any CTTP today. And I'd probably cut off my prize play at maybe 9.30, 10 p.m. on a Sunday night. Yeah, I, I think you'd, you'd track it, right? You'd, you'd, you'd play full cycles,
1: you and and you'd, you'd kind of track which ones are filling and which ones use, aren't. Use the GT Caddy app. Yeah, GT Caddy.
0: Courses are closing slow, and go from there. The the most interesting thing
1: that so Kevin Lindsay put this on Facebook. That's was a deep little nugget. Yeah, uh, the new quote unquote golf server. So I don't know if that's you know a new player tracking. I don't know if that's like uh, internal uh, software or something that's going to be available to vendors. But the new golf server, which is quote, includes a fix to correctly count lifetime games played for future events mode needs. That's interesting.
0: I think that's really interesting. My, my initial take when I saw that is that there'll be a week of events mode where it's not broken down by handicap, but by life play games. Yeah. So something like you've played 10 to 1,000 lifetime games, 1,000 to 5,000 lifetime games, and anything over 5,000 or X amount. Uh, you would get grouped into those divisions based upon your previous gameplay. My only concern, obviously, is that then folks could potentially go get a new card. Uh, I don't think we really saw that much with Agave. I know there were concerns posted online. Uh, I hope that's not what it would come to, which is why I would hope that anyone who swipes in would have to have that minimum of ten games. Yeah, uh, some, some sort I, of minimum. Yeah, so, I was some in kind my of head, player like history. Fifty would probably be the
1: right. I mean, just because at ten you could. I mean I don't know how many people would actually do this, but at ten, you could you could plow through ten games really quick to get to that minimum and then be able to be in those. But at fifty, that's a lot of work to yeah <laughs> to get there. But uh, it'll be interesting whether they have whether a single week you get put in different contests depending on how or your lifetime games, or whether an uh, entire week is dedicated to like the events mode. This week is only for people with less than. A thousand lifetime games, or, and then maybe the following week is that is only for people with more than a thousand lifetime games, who knows
0: yeah uh, it, so it was, but it was an
1: interesting little nugget, and we 'll see where they go with it, yeah, maybe, think, maybe they won 't use it, I think, but also interesting is they they felt the need to create this whole new what they 're calling golf server. The purpose of golf server can 't just to be track lifetime games right yeah. it 's got to be other stuff too. Uh, So it'll be interesting to see where that goes.
0: Yeah, the only other question I had regarding uh, Lifetime Games is whether this is going to include previous formats like Golden T4 um, or GT Live. um, Exclusively and or both being a total. Yeah, interesting. Uh, From there, we want
1: to quick touch on... So we've closed out with the the Houston Open last weekend. We've closed out the PEGT 2018 season. And give a quick little update on the info that we have so far on the PEGT 2019 season.
0: Yeah, I'm, I'm really excited for this. Last year I only went to the two tournaments, which was the one in Sussex, Wisconsin, and the one at Houston. But Steve Sobel, Russ Layden, Page, and then Dan, obviously the three slash four of them, putting on these events. They're so well run and so efficient in a timely manner of getting matches called, uh, not putting up with a lot of bullshit or anything. In mm-hmm. uh, especially a weekend where you're in essence running two tournaments. Uh, the Houston Open, then the Top Gun, the Little Gun and for the Houston <coughs> Open you also have the purple bracket and with that many entrants you also have the pink bracket. Uh, big shout out to PEGT Tour. I'm definitely going to try to go to two if not three maybe four. I've already, Ooh, started, looking at, uh, yeah, I've already started looking at dates. So To kick it off, the uh, opening leg of the 2019 PEGT Tour event is going to be the Florida Open held in Orlando, February 7th to February 10th, with over $5,000 added initially. The second one kicking off here is going to be Sussex, Sussex, Wisconsin. Oh, S's in there. Yeah. Gosh, I've only been drinking Mountain Dew today, too. So, Sussex... Sussex, Wisconsin, which is March 7th through March 10th, uh, with a juicy $10,000 added. Ooh. I was there last year, and I can tell you that that room is fantastic. It should be opening weekend of March Madness. I don't think it is, actually. <gasps> I was just doing the math in
1: my head, and I don't think it actually is the opening weekend of March Madness. Oh, I think the goodness. opening weekend is the weekend after that. But
0: Oh, really? Yeah. Um, the setup there was absolutely fantastic. It's an absolutely huge pool hall. and. I think they moved some pool tables there, left some there, put covers on it, but there are TVs all around you, wide open spaces. Yeah, there's a great a, setup. There's a separate bar inside that room that's specifically caddies to golden tea players. They had a sign on the door that said no one under twenty one allowed in this room, so there weren't kids running around in there or anything. Is Long Gene over twenty one now? He's old. he's over <laughs> twenty one th- Yeah, right?
1: yeah. Both he and Kevin Lindsay okay. I think they officially cleared.
0: I, I don't know if Jordan Scott will be there, but if he is, I'm I'm guessing they'll just look the other way. We, Jordan yeah. will let you in, come to Wisconsin.
1: Uh but also worth noting at Wisconsin, slabs and crabs. Oh. <laughs> oh. That's a doozy. That was that was a that was a good way to to yeah. finish the night. Uh Last year, yeah, uh, Stefan Holen puts
0: on a great event, and uh, so I
1: think Will and I have talked about. It. I think we're almost certainly, unless we've got a uh, some sort of conflict, but I think we're planning on going to that. We looked into renting an RV; uh, probably not feasible.
0: Uh, some logistical issues.
1: Way back in the day, I think uh, they did that at some Chicago guys. Um, yeah. Chicago guys. It was uh, I want to say it was Kins and
0: uh, Lance, Dan Reed. Dan Reed was it? Purple Lance Bertram yeah. as well, I and can't maybe. Uh,
1: gosh, gosh, one who other? else was it? Um, was it Art? Oh, uh Dan Grallop, maybe oh, Grey yeah there Grey wow, yeah. but uh yeah, so we looked into it, not real feasible the, the price is okay, but it was just like you'd need the water hookup and the and the electrical hookup, and it just didn't make sense, but maybe next time. Yeah. Uh after that, uh, we don't have an official date or officially official location, but I think uh, St. Safe Louis, to, St. Safe Louis. To say, is, yeah, uh, safe to say. I mean, one of the the other one that's most attended every year besides Houston is the St. Louis one. Uh we don't have again, we don't have a date on that. I'm guessing uh, April or April or May. Uh, we've got the World Championships in June, June 21 to 23 at the Orleans again. Well, we've got the Queen City Classic in Cincinnati, August 22nd to 25th. We've got the NIV in Richmond uh, back for a 17th year. 17, my goodness. October 3rd through the 6th, and then Houston, which is uh, tentatively slated. Again, I assume usually they do it the the weekend, the full weekend after uh, after Thanksgiving. So I'm assuming it'll be the first weekend in December, like it has been for the last handful of years. Uh, and uh, but that is TBD. I think with with the ownership change of uh, Jake's. I think that they just haven't nailed that down completely yet.
0: Yeah, hopefully they reap the rewards. There were 117 entrants, obviously, Russ, Steve, Paige, and there were a lot of wives and girlfriends there. Mm -hmm. I don't know if there were husbands and boyfriends there. I know there was a gal down there named Anna. She won an entry into the main event uh, on the satellite tourney. That was pretty exciting, so she was really jacked up for that. Um, Hopefully the new owner Seize the business that was generated there, uh, whether it's the food, whether it's the shots. Uh, My only drawback from the Houston tournament was the lack of specials. Buckets were like 17, 18 bucks with tax, it bumped it over to 20. Uh, I know myself and a lot of other folks just talked about I want to be able to go up, get a bucket of five or six beers. You know, it's 12 bucks. Okay, yeah, here's 15. Cool, good to go, instead of waiting on taxes and so forth. So, uh, Hopefully we get a bear special next next yeah. year because with the way these events are run, um, they do such a great job on the PEG2 tour. And you saw Facebook's after Houston. I, th- I think I saw probably two or three posts that said, this was my first tournament I've ever been to. I was kind of on the fence. I went to it, and I'm so glad I did. I got to meet new people. You know, I've already improved my game by a couple strokes, and they just had a great time at this tourney and, and that kind of atmosphere.
1: And, and yeah, you know, I mean, the bar staff, I mean, it's, this, it's the same, like, four people at the Houston open for the whole weekend. And it's a small little, the the actual bar itself, not the, not the building, but the the bar, just the bar area is very small. And it, and it's amazing that things don't get more backed up. We've seen things get way, uh, Way more backed up at places with way bigger bars and way more wait staff. These guys, those, that crew did an amazing job. Uh, I assume they got uh, financially re- rewarded. I would uh, assume very well because they deserved it because they did an awesome job of of keeping things flowing, uh, even if the bucket, even if we did have to wait for our taxes on our buckets. But they, uh, yeah. they did an amazing <laughs> job. Uh, final segment. Oh, here we go. The no whammy segment. Uh, unfortunately, I. I I won uh, now two weeks ago. I I would say last week, but we skipped last week. Uh, two weeks ago, I I had Minnesota minus three. Got that one right, uh, and then I lo- but I lost the Monday night game. I had Tennessee plus three and a half, and th- and they ended up not covering that. Uh, so my streak ended at seven. So ah. I'm seven and one the last four weeks. Uh, I apologize to the listeners.
0: That pays out. That still pays out.
1: It does. Yeah, that, that's a win, unless unless you're just uh, doubling every bet. Then, then you were up like thousands of dollars, and then you just all lo- you lost it all in Tennessee. So, hopefully, you didn't do that.
0: So, I'm gonna I'm gonna toss it over to you here. So, this evening's Sunday night game, we've got the Rams going to Chicago playing the Bears. Uh, it's high a great powered, game. High powered offense in the Rams. Uh, Bears I, with the acquisition of Khalil Mack. I'm not sure if you've heard. Well, uh, it's gonna be cold weather. Oh, yeah. cold in Chicago in cold, December. Yeah, yeah,
1: it's uh, yeah, cold weather, and uh, the visiting team. They come from warm weather Ooh! I don't know how that's going to affect them though
0: wow. it's, it's a game changer Like, well, well, I, I'm like sure the we'll Chicago
1: see, Bears Like cold weather
0: <laughs> I'm, I'm sure we'll see some interesting stats About how Jared Goff In the uh, one previous game He's played in the first weekend in December And it's under 32 degrees And he has terrible stats So obviously that means he's going to lose I hate some of those in-depth stats Where some yeah. intern is just digging 8 layers deep Into 14 different spreadsheets Yeah so, to sum it up here, we got the Rams at the Bears, and we got Chicago getting three points with an over-under of 51. So, uh, I'm going
1: to go, I'm going to give the three. I'm going to take L.A., and I'm going I'm to lay the three. Uh, I think that, uh, I think the cold weather is not going to affect the Rams as much as the pundits might think it will and uh i expect the rams to uh pull out the win here i'm going to say something like uh 2717 so that would like be it. that would hit the under uh i will not be betting the under but i'm going to say 2717 rams and
0: i'm going to lay the 3 interesting i'll uh i'll join you in taking the rams i think uh we're going to see A lot of crossing routes, some uh, outside play, and then I think midway through the game they're going to open up, take a lot of shots down the field as uh, the Bears' defense and Khalil Mack start looking for the little underneath short route stuff, and all of a sudden I think the Rams are going to absolutely explode after hitting that Gervais juice. (laughs)
1: Uh, Then we've got uh, moving on to Monday night, we've got the Vikings at Seattle. I can't remember the last time the Vikings had a noon Sunday game. It's been a while. It's been at least a month. Uh, But uh, So we've got the Vikes at Seattle. Uh, The line is Seattle minus 3. So essentially what they're saying there is these teams are about even uh, because it's at Seattle. So Seattle minus 3, and the over-under is 45.5. And And in this one, uh, I feel like Seattle is just a tough place to play. I think Seattle's a little bit overrated, but I might mentally be overrating the Vikings a little bit in my mind, overrating them with my heart. So I'm going to take Seattle minus 3, and I'm going to lay the points uh, unfortunately, I hope I lose. I hope that I'm one and one this week. But, uh, but I'm going to take Seattle minus three.
0: I'm going to join you again. I'm going to try to. Gosh, we're with, boring. Yeah, I know. I'm going I'm to bet with my head instead of my heart. Uh, Vikings on the road, um, even though we are a cold weather team. What's our
1: record in prime time, Will?
0: Uh, not good. Yeah, well, not good. Not good. Uh, so, Vikings have Trey Wayne's out, uh, concussion. And Tyler Lockett, I think, is going to be a speedster. I'm not a big fan of Seattle. Uh, I know Evan Gossett loves his sea chickens. Paul Luna told me about it all weekend. Uh, but I think Seattle is absolutely going to roll the Vikings. Uh, if there was a team total option, I would take the Vikings in the under. I think this is going to be a uh, game that the Vikings literally put up like 3, 10, or 13 points. I think the Vikings are going to get stomped. Ooh, I, I think it's wow. going to be gross. I don't think they're going to get stomped well.
1: I, I do, unfortunately. <laughs> Well, I think that's gonna wrap it up for the week uh, again yeah. uh thanks to everybody that that uh, came to Houston said hello talked, talked themselves. to introduced yeah, themselves nice. uh, chatted about the podcast a little bit uh that was was a fun tournament to be at. I was extremely happy with my results. I think will you were as well yeah uh, but yeah it's fun to fun to be back after our two week hiatus from from doing the podcast and uh yeah, I think we'll talk to y'all next week. take Have care a great week.